0: is the, the most thing is oh. Lions, bangles, and bears None of my guys scared Chase rumbling Any one of them guys there Wayne Young and he hungry I pray we patient with him I pray he leave with some money I pray he leave with his health Yeah uh, the physical and mental The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions This rap shit I lick the niggas I ain't about to knock it This whole summer I was buying all the winter Prada. And I tried being peaceful But my peace was getting bobber So no doubt we got them eagles We go Carson and Barney. Okay, 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 okay What's going on ladies and gentlemen Welcome to episode 152 of Electrified I'm your host, Eric Lyons Wow <laughs> Wow. What what a weekend. What a 4th of July weekend it has been. What 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 have we seen? The things we've seen and heard this weekend. Wow. You know, that's that's really really all I can say is wow. You know, over the weekend people all over the country celebrated the fourth of July, which uh represents the day this country got its own freedom from from the grips of the of the crown and all that jazz, and you know, this is where we we celebrate our, our, our so called independence. You know, it's hard to celebrate that holiday knowing one, my people weren't free and two in some respects my people are still not free today we are still fighting for freedoms of sorts whether it's the right um the freedom to vote the freedom to just live the rights to bear arms whatever it may be we're still fighting So, yes, as an American, am I free from the crown? Our, our, the literal celebration of July 4th. Yes, we are all free from the grips of England. But within this country, are we all free from racism, systemic racism? Unequality. Are we free from these things? Are we free from poverty? Are we free from unfair treatment from the justice system? Are we free from these th- from these things? I don't think we are. So it's hard to celebrate a holiday when my, when my people are still metaphorically And sometimes literally still In chains And this weekend this the, the back half of this past week Leading up to this weekend And what happened over the weekend Just goes to show that nothing I'm saying to you right now Is a lie It feels like black women in sports and sports media are being there's a war being waged against them that's what it feels like to me that's what it looks like and i'm not afraid to have these conversations you you know this i'm not afraid to do this so i'm going to do it we're going to have i'm going i'm going to ride For my people I'm going for my women And I'm going to get a lot of things off my chest today And if you don't like it You don't have to listen You don't have to listen to another episode But this is how I feel So let's start off With the Rachel Nichols situation I'm going to play the audio for you If you did not hear it So let's play that first So let's break this down And there was a clip Of the uh, audio that didn't get played In this, uh, what I found here on YouTube But that was on Twitter We'll talk about that as well But let's break this down So ESPN told Rachel Nichols That instead of Hosting the finals You'll be doing sideline reporting And we're gonna let Maria Taylor, who is black by the way If you didn't know that We're gonna let her host the finals so Rachel Nichols Like the Michael Jordan meme From the uh, last dance She she took that personal You know it became personal for her She took it personally Her stance on it What she felt She says This is how she felt By the way When she said And all that All that Hold on let's, let's run it back Let's run it back Let's run it back let's run it back so i can get this right finals, like, what do you do this job let's break this for, down hold on do you know okay. yeah. so i have declined mm-hmm So she, they, as an ESPN, they're feeling pressure because of all that To me, I'm thinking, reading in between the lines And following the, the smaller clip from this audio that was leaked All that is in reference to the Black Lives Matter uh, movement And what was going on inside of the bubble Because this took place inside of the bubble Now if you do not remember, there were protests like I spoke on the other day there were protests inside of the bubble And there were things going on inside of the bubble That pertained to the Black Lives Matter movement The killing of George Floyd And the protests going on outside of the bubble And you know ESPN NBA Throughout the finals You know there was Black Lives Matter on the court There was a lot of Black Lives Matter references And um, a lot of stuff going on And so to her She felt that Because of all of that ESPN was feeling heat from the inside and out. They said, "Oh, let's just put a black woman in Ma- Maria Taylor as the forefront to the NBA Finals." All right, let's keep it. Let's keep it rolling. Um, I'm trying to figure out like how to just you know my thing is like I you know I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football. She covers basketball. Would you need her to give her more things to do because you're feeling pressure about your yes. So hey. Wish all her, I wish her all the success in the world. She covers basketball. She covers football, but she won't cover the finals. She's not going to take my spot. That's what she said. She's not going to take my spot. Then it's like, oh, let's continue. Crappy, and this right here was the worst part. This is the part that made me hot. We've seen the Black Lives Matter movement be hijacked to Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, White Lives Matter. Any lives matter, you want anybody's life you want to put in front of it, it was hijacked. All of it was hijacked. We've seen it hijacked. This is not this is not something I'm making up. It's been hijacked Just like a lot of things Most of the things that black people come up with It's hijacked From a TikTok dance uh, To a genre of music To food We know these things We are the blueprint Fact So When we talk about diversity in the workplace Is it hard For women Especially in the world of sports media To get ahead or to get a, a big job or You know is it? Absolutely Women are minorities In this sense in the workplace At these male driven White male driven jobs Especially at ESPN But to say that you Get it From the female side of it When Comparing you A white woman A white woman at ESPN to a black woman at ESPN. She's down. She's up two on two uh 2-1 two on you on the diversity scale, man. She's black and she's a woman. That's two for her, one for you. She's up she's as far as the minority race cuz that's what that's what's uh if, if everybody wants to turn uh stuff like this into a competition. Oh, who gets who has it? Who really has it bad or you know who's really at a disadvantage here. Everybody wants to play the victim game when it's when, when when times like this come up. Who has it worse? Black people talk about their trauma and what they go through on their day to day life. Then somebody else wants to chime in. Then somebody else wants to chime in. Oh no, you guys really don't have it that bad. Oh no, you guys really don't know. Oh, but we do too. But what about me? What about me? What about me? It's that what about me? That what about me syndrome. She took it out. She came out her mouth and said, What about me? I get it. No, you don't. You do not get it. You do not get it. Maria Taylor isn't some high, yellow, light skinned woman. She is a brown woman in this industry. How many brown women can you name in this industry that you see week in, week out on the forefront? I can probably count them with my goddamn hands I love all of these black women But everybody can't be Joy Taylor Everybody can't be MJ Acosta Everybody can't be Ross Gowell Everybody can't be these women These lighter women When we talk about Light skin privileges Versus dark skin Come on man Y'all know I'm not lying to y'all so, you cannot come out of your mouth and say you get it because you're a woman. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. Not by a goddamn mile. You do not get it. You do not get it. And this right here proves it. Let's keep playing. Like, go for it. Just, you know, find it somewhere else. are going to find it with me. Find it somewhere else. You're not going to find it with me. You know what she said right there? Yeah, I'm all for the equal rights. I'm all for the diversity. But y'all not going to do that shit with me. Everybody wants to ride. Everybody wants to be an ally until it's time to be an ally. One more time. Everybody wants to be an ally until it's really time to be an ally. This was the time that Rachel Nichols should have been an ally if you claim you really are. Oh, yeah, let me step aside. There'll be more NBA Finals. There will, there'll be more times for me. There'll be other things for me to do. But I know today, in this moment, I need to step aside and let Maria Taylor take over because of what's going on. It's circumstantial. But no. So last year, when everybody wanted to be an ally and everybody wanted to be on the Black Lives Matter team, everybody, oh, Justin for George Floyd, y'all was all posting uh Black squares on your Instagrams And and, and blacking out Tuesday And oh, oh yeah And then it was right back to regular business the next day I didn't want to hear that shit I didn't Excuse my language but that was BS That was BS That was BS and I called it I called it I called it out people I knew personally I said y'all don't post that black square It don't mean nothing It don't mean nothing Yeah let's black out social media what the hell is that going to do? Blackout Tuesday came and went. My people still getting killed by the police. Still getting harassed by the police. Come on, man. Let's work the hell up here. Let's work the hell up. All that shit was performative. It was all bogus. It was all bogus. Just like a fake pair of drawers from Gate. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Period. So don't 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 call yourself an ally no more. I'm sorry. If you feel like you are, and you really and you and you mean you know you mean well, don't call yourself an ally, man. Because when it's times like this, when things get hot, and it's really time to step up and be that ally that you claim to be. If you can't step up to the bat and knock that some bitch out of the park, don't volunteer your services. Don't come out and say you and I live You really not Please do not Cause things will get hot And that's a fact That's a fact So Of course You know People are all What did she say wrong What did she do wrong? This, that. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, y'all can't be this dense. Y'all can't be this dense. Oh, she was just expressing how... Nah. Nah. We not doing that. We not doing that. We not doing that. So... Let's get to the end of this clip And then, and then I'm going to move on As y'all can see I'm pissed off today I'm hot today, excuse my language But I'm pissed off today And rightfully so So let's get to the end of this here Hold on, where's the other clip? So this guy I believe is a spokesperson for LeBron and somebody that works worked with LeBron on the on the voting thing. If I'm correct, I believe this is who this man is. Let's see. Let's get it right. Let's get it right. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Uh, I gotta find it. I gotta find that other clip Hold on Hold on Give me a minute I mean Come on people I mean am I lying to you Am I lying to you I'm not man I'm not I'm not lying to you at all I would never do that to y'all I'm just I'm just telling y'all how I feel just telling y'all how I feel, man Where is the end of that video at? Here we go Alright, that's the Maria Taylor stuff Uh, where is the guy? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on I'm sorry, I know I should have had this ready for y'all Where is the spokesman at, man? All right, here we go. So this is Adam Mendelson. is a spokesman for LeBron. Apparently, he works with LeBron. Here's what he had to say. He said, "I don't know. I'm exhausted between me too and Black Lives Matter. I got nothing left." And then Rachel, Rachel, uh, Rachel Nichols laughed about it and made some little joke. So this man. Another one who claims to be an ally apparently works closer with LeBron, helped him with the more than a vote initi- uh, initiative, all this BS. Bro, these people don't love us, man. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's hard for me to look at these people who claim to be, you know, ride with us, to be on our side. It's really hard, especially celebrities. It's hard for me, man, because do you feel that way behind closed doors? Nine times out of ten, the answer is no. Prime example, right here, this man said, between the Me Too movement, and the Black Lives Matter, he's kind of exhausted. Well, 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 sir, could you imagine how exhausted we are? Imagine how tired we are of it. Imagine how tired Eric is. I'm going to be 23 years old on August the 2nd. I was 13 years old. 13? 14. When the Trayvon Martin George Zimmerman situation was going on Since then 2012-2013 Since then I've watched Mike Brown Be killed I've watched Freddie Gray Be killed I've watched Sandra Bland Be killed I've watched Philando Castile Be killed I've watched George Floyd be killed and many others, many others. Imagine how tired I am. Imagine how tired I am. Imagine. And I'll leave it at that. So let's move on. So from there, we go to the Olympics. And I just want to tell y'all why. I'm boycotting the Olympics, man. I'm not watching. I'm not watching none of it. I'm not watching any of it. None of it. Congratulations to all the athletes that made it or, you know, or going to make it or whatever. But I can't, man. I can't. I can't I cannot It's it's just too much going on It's too much It's too much Going on I've been talking about the IOC's decision And ruling a couple weeks Well last month About how you know No political Protest of any kind And you know It was real specific to the Black Lives Matter movement And that's that's, that's just something I couldn't be a part of The literally the most political sporting event, international sporting event, is being depoliticized, if you if you want to say that basically. And I will always say this when it comes to the advocation of black lives, it's never, it should never be classified as politics. I've been telling y'all that since Cap took a knee. This isn't politics, man. It's never political. How is this a political thing? I want to represent For The rights of my people The lives of my people But somehow This gets tied into politics But that all starts with The hijacking of the movement Politicians Taking Black Lives Matter to Federal Hill I mean Capitol Hill And turning it into their own thing Making black lives Taking knees at the Capitol Performative shit I'm so sorry for my language But this is It's been burning me up All weekend And I told y'all I was coming on here to pod for real I told y'all I wasn't holding back man I feel like I hold my tongue And I don't want to do that Not at all So I'm not watching I can't Man I can't I can't I can't I can't sit up here And watch the IOC You know Blatantly Disregard These athletes And how they feel So let's Let's go back And and read What's this The uh The new What they got Some new uh What's it called Uh, Excuse me Well, they updated Rule 50 right Alright let's see I think that's what it's called Um, Is it rule 50 Or uh, Yeah 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 Rule 50 So the International Olympic Community comm- Committee, sorry, committee, is giving athletes slightly more leeway to express views and, on political and social justice issues, according to new guidance it issued on Friday, three weeks before the opening of the Tokyo Games. The IOC clarified its Rule 50, which typically bars protest. Or political displays during the games Under the new guidance, athletes will be able to express their views on the field of play before competition So long as it is not, um, as it is not targeted against people, not disruptive, and not otherwise uh, prohibited by national Olympic committees, committees or international federations Expressions, expressions during competition in the Olympic Village and during ceremonies, um, including medal opening and closing ceremonies, remain prohibited under a long-standing rule in the Olympic Charter, barring political, religious, or racial propaganda. Athletes have been pushing for the IOC for greater uh, leeway to express their views, specifically on, international, on issues of social, social and racial just, injustice. Um. First of all These Olympics didn't happen last year Because of COVID If you thought Rule 50 Wasn't going to be broken Last year Could you imagine if they tried to pull this last year yeah y'all would have been sick Y'all would have had to suspend everybody You would have had to suspend everybody You would have had to ban everybody Everybody would have had to get in trouble Black and white athletes Honestly Everybody would have got suspended Because everybody was feeling the way last summer It was too much going on In this country For, for these athletes Not to make a stand Take a stand so at first there was nothing like they couldn't do anything at the at the games this year. Then now they updated the rules. So now it's you can do it, but not basically the only time you can do it is when there's no cameras on you. If you, if we're being honest here, nobody outside of the stadium is going to see any uh, displays. But if I'm <laughs> especially if I'm on that uh the women's track team. I'm coming in there with a free, a free Shakari. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me get this young woman's pronunciation correct. Let me hold on. Give me one minute. Let me make sure. Yeah, I was right. Shakari. I'll be in there with Shakari free Shakari shirts, like how we had the free Mike Vick. Yes, free Shakari shirts, dog. I would have SR bands on And then of course You know I'm coming in there with the Black Lives Matter gear on And you know I'm definitely If I, if I win a gold And I'm on the podium I'm definitely showing my You know what I mean I'm, I'm going to put a fist up I might take a knee um, Opening ceremonies I might take a knee during the anthem I don't know I might You know who knows But Honestly, we've these athletes have been working their whole lives. All types of obstacles on and off their, you know, field of play, whatever the event they do. And you're gonna tell these athletes, and it doesn't even have to just be black athletes, black American athletes in this country. You got to think it's a lot of BS going on in different countries. That that people athletes in these countries don't necessarily agree agree with agree with look the big the big evil the big bad wolves they don't just exist here in the in this country when it comes to governments there's a lot of bs going on in different countries that will be represented at these olympic games and they want y'all to come to these games and be all patriotic and oh fly the colors they want you to wear the colors fly the flag and be all i love my country in the name of sport But in reality In all actual Actuality It's It's the opposite of that It's the opposite of that It's the complete opposite So They just want You know watered down Displays And I hope I hope man I hope they don't get that I hope everybody does what they want man I hope everybody Protests or Displays whatever Whatever Form of of taking a stand they want man I'm sorry I know it's gonna be repercussions And it's easier said than done But I know personally if, If that was me In that position Especially if I win a gold. Yeah, y'all not gonna be able to y'all not gonna be able to stop me from putting a black glove on and putting my fist in the air. Period, man. I don't give a damn what the IOC got to say about it. Period. That's how I carry it. That's how I would carry it, man. Because nah, you, you you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna do that to me. No, sir. No man. I'm not gonna do that to me. I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want. Period. I'm gonna do what I want, man. I'm telling you, man. things, things are messed up out here, man. But I mean, you, you, you don't have to hear that from me to know. You don't have to hear that from me to know. But I'm gonna tell you anyway. I'm trying to think, but yeah, like, like, like I said, man, I'm not, I'm not watching the Olympics. I'm not, I'm, I don't, I don't care for them. It's not about the athletes. It's not about the games. It's, it's about just the way things are looking right now. It, it's not looking good. I don't like the look of Don't like the look of it Not at all Not at all So From there Let's move in To the Shakari Richardson situation Which has been a touchy situation I've gotten to a couple heated debates about it You know A lot of people We're not on the same page And that's okay We all don't have to agree But I'll start I'm, I'm gonna state my piece on my show this is why I work alone so I don't have to do that so let's start I'll start by saying this situation goes deeper than Shakari Richardson not being able to run because she smoked weed it's deeper than that it's deeper than that I think that's why this situation really makes me upset look I'm straight edge I don't smoke I don't drink I don't I don't intend to I've never smoked Don't intend to If you do that's your thing I'm not here to judge anybody And that's one thing I've never done I don't judge people who do smoke weed Who do your thing You know do your thing I'm not here to judge But it's deeper than this young woman Not being able to run because she smoked weed The war on drugs in this country Especially marijuana Is fueled by race There are stats to prove this And you cannot convince me otherwise The war on drugs Or the war on black people Black and Latino And people of color I'm not a fan of that Lumping everybody together But in this instance I will Alan Russell a man from Mississippi is currently serving a life sentence for marijuana possession not for dis- for not not for intent to distribute not for selling or having a goddamn trap house full of it or getting caught with a bunch of it or 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 anything like that just for having it and the amount was nothing crazy They gave him life Because he had a burglary A burglary A burglary recharge In 04 And a gun charge Gun possession charge Because he was a felon He can't possess a gun In 2017 They gave him life For those prior charges This man didn't rape anybody He didn't assault anybody And he didn't kill anyone. But he's serving a life sentence while Derek Chauvin serves a 22 year sentence for killing a man on camera. We have a justice system that puts people away for having weed for life. But you can kill somebody on camera. And there's a chance you might be able to see daylight again. It's deeper than this young woman not being able to run because she smoked weed. In 2020, New York in New York uh, New York City, 94% of the people arrested for weed-related crimes were people of color. Ninety four percent. Ninety-four percent. The Wisconsin District Attorney's Office reported that black Wisconsinites were four point three times more likely than their white counterparts to be convicted for weed. And two other Wisconsin uh counties. Black people are 34.9 times more likely and 29.9 more times more likely than to be arrested for weed than their white counterparts. Once again, I say it is deeper than this young woman not being able to run because she smoked weed. In every state. Black people are arrested at higher rates than white people for marijuana possession. I ask you again is this the war on drugs or the war on colored people? And I'll tell you again this is deeper than this young woman not being able to run because she smoked weed. In 2018, Over 600,000 people in the United States were charged for possessing marijuana. Just possessing it. Black and Latinos make up 31% 31 of this country's population. But accounted for nearly half of those arrests. I don't think y'all heard me. I'm going to run it back again. I said in 2018... Over 600,000 people in the United States Were charged for possessing marijuana Black and Latinos make up 31% of this country's population But accounted for nearly half of those arrests We are, the min- we are minorities In this country But majorities in the prison system, the math ain't mathing, man. The math is not mathing, and it's sad because you think about people who are, who are serving all this time for weed. I mean, serving more time than violent crime offenders, or serving just as much as somebody who has been booked for in charge and convicted for a violent crime. Now weed has become legal in many states. This is where things get nasty. If you if they already have it, this is where things get real nasty. Check this out. Now that weed is legal in many states, we have cannabis. Farms big cannabis businesses now Like like I'm talking like it's retail Like you can go to Vegas you know as weed stores in Colorado Remember when weed first became you know in the Mile High City All that was a big thing oh yeah Going to the weed store oh yeah we're going to get some we we'll get some weed from the weed store And oh yeah we can go buy it at the store It's like you know you're, like you're going to 7-Eleven To buy some weed Who's behind the counter Who owns these Who who you buying weed from In these big companies Between 80 to 90% Of the weed industry Is run by white owners We got people Serving life Just for having weed but now that weed is decriminalized White people Are the ones running the weed industry And it's all cute Like it's like it's some uh, trendy thing to do Oh man, yeah man Got weed nah, nah, nah. And that's why I was so glad To see so many athletes come out Especially, you know, I love Pat McAfee I watch his show every day Pappy's talking about how he smoked weed all the time He smoked dope all the time So I was so glad For him to understand And and know his privilege And to tweet in support Of Shakari. Because yeah I I appreciated that So On the other side of the coin We're looking at the mental health aspect Of this situation you know the black communities I say acknowledgement of mental health Is something that has just recently come to light This is this is like really recent And it's unfortunate That you know black children You know black youth Who, who, who never get to express their feelings Because it's it's a they, Black elders look at it as a form of disrespect Or back talking or, or Or not being appreciative Just because they have a roof Over their heads And food over their tables They can't feel They can't feel depressed Or feel sad Or not feel how Their adults Think they should feel And you know Honestly my people You know we, We really don't believe In therapy man And I want better for us In that aspect I really do You know We just recently watched Naomi Osaka Have to step away from the game of tennis Because they wouldn't let her Protect her own mental health And continue to play the sport that she loves Another black woman You know I give Kyrie hell for a lot of things But I've never and I will never say anything bad When it comes to how he chooses to handle his own mental health You know that is something I take very seriously So let's talk about the circumstances that Miss Richardson faced In the midst of racing In the biggest races she'd been a part of in her young career She found out in an interview That her biological mother passed away Not from a family member Not from her grandmother who raised her Not from a phone call Off the track No she found out From a reporter A stranger I love my mother With everything in me I'm sure you guys do as well But me and my mom We have a great relationship I don't know about y'all But I couldn't even, I couldn't fathom Finding out That I've lost my mother From a stranger While I'm supposed to be out here You know doing my thing This is how I find out From a reporter in an interview That's I And honestly I didn't even think about this Till just now My grandfather passed away Um, This was 2017 It was right I, I believe it may have been Yeah it was the first week Of my sophomore year of college And I was getting ready to go to the press box I was in the press box Getting ready to work a football game First Thursday night It was a Thursday night game at Frostburg It was, it was, it was lit Everybody was there it was fireworks after the game An old buddy of mine Texted me I'm sorry for your loss Now my grandfather had been sick And the last time I saw him Was August What was it the 28th The last Saturday in August That was the Floyd and McGregor fight night And I went upstairs To talk to him And I don't know You know something in me just felt that You know I wouldn't I wouldn't be home again Until Thanksgiving time And I didn't I, I felt that I said you know what I don't I don't think I'm not sure if he gonna make it To Thanksgiving And He didn't he didn't make it through the month of September. So that first week, that Thurs, that Thursday, he passed away. And, you know, I hadn't heard from my mom or my family or anything like that. Cause, you know, my mom she knew I was working that night. That day and nobody told me anything. I didn't find she was, you know, waiting to tell me after the game. So I got a text, you know, I'm Eric, you know, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm like, What so I called him immediately I'm like yo what are you talking about So he heard the confusion in my voice And he knew that um, I didn't know yet So what he did was You know try to recover like oh I'm gonna Text the other Eric and you know all right, cool But in my mind something in the back of my mind Was telling me yo You know something right But I thought you know I would have heard already Then after the game, you know, I I called my mom and, you know, learned that my grandfather did pass away. And then, you know, so basically the reason I tell that story is I basically found out from somebody that wasn't a family member, that one of my family members passed away. So I couldn't imagine how it must have felt for her to find that out from somebody that was not her family at all. Or close to it (laughs) So in order to cope With all of that She smoked She smoked in Oregon Where weed is legal She wasn't partying She didn't get caught Lacking like Michael Phelps So the whole rules of rules crowd They can screw off for multiple reasons You never know What somebody is going through Athlete or not Man, athlete or not Y'all not gonna hit me with this BS Talking about athletes should know better They should do this, they should know better Bro Y'all ain't been following no rules Throughout the whole damn pandemic we've been in These tweets are coming from Opinions are coming from the mouths of people Who were sucking on hookah Before the vaccine was even out And y'all want to talk about rules Not potheads Tweeting about rules If y'all got a drug test today At your 9 to 5 Y'all be on y'all ass So Don't hit me with the rules of rules BS man I don't want to hear that Athlete or not man We are all humans and we can't be perfect all the time Whatever perfect really is Weed is not a PED by any means She didn't shoot up steroids She didn't pop an Addy before race She didn't pop a perk She pop, She smoked a blunt Get a grip man Get a grip And I think What's really bogus about this is you know with the USADA Whatever the hell they are You look at like the NFL You look at guys like Ricky Williams Ricky Williams smoked weed To help with the pain That he faced as a running back And the anxiety he faced As a human being He smoked and got suspended for it A lot But now in the NFL the testing window is much smaller And You can't get suspended for weed um, unless it's like, unless they, you know, what is it? Unless it's like a doctor looks in it and it's a health concern, but, or you don't um, get help, something, but basically you can't get pop for testing positive, I guess. That's what, that's what the new, you know, the, in the new CBA. So, testing window was short. They're not testing throughout the season, whatever that, you know, whatever. Basically what I'm saying is the rules in the NFL went from super strict to super not. And it will be a damn shame If Two Maybe five years from now Maybe Four years from now At the next Olympic Games They say Oh Yeah We're taking Marijuana off the list Of, of banned substances Then we'll come back To this event In July of 2021 It'll all be for nothing This woman Just broke a record At the Olympic trials And was set to have a great Olympic run And you took that away from her Because she smoked a blunt So I ask this question One more time Ladies and gentlemen Is the war on drugs In this country Is it a war on drugs Or a war on black people (laughs) I don't know man I don't know I don't know So From there We go to the Gwen Berry flag protest So Gwen Berry She's a throw This goes back to why I'm boycotting the Olympics by the way Another reason It Goes back to what I was saying in the IOC Um, You go back Gwen Berry She had recently been um. She got in trouble for something she did in 2019 I believe she took a knee Raise a fist, something like that So here's what happened I'm going to read this article for you So when Gwen Berry stood on the podium To be recognized for her third place finish In the hammer throw At the U.S. track and field Olympic trials On June 26th She said she was shocked To hear the Star Spangled Banner played In response to the national anthem Berry turned away from the American flag And Placed her t-shirt which read Activist athlete over her head She later said she felt set up Because the athletes had previously been Told that the anthem would be Played um, Either before Or after their medal ceremony The peaceful Protest drew backlash from conservatives Like Republican uh, Dan Crenshaw who said On Fox News that Barry should be removed From the U.S. Olympic team and even the USOPC decided in December That athletes who peacefully processed Or demonstrated The Tokyo Olympics will not be punished I never said I didn't want to go to the Olympic Games Barry said in an interview on the Black News Channel I never said I hated the country All I said was I respect My people enough not to Stand or acknowledge something that disrespects Them I love my people uh, Point blank period Barry reiterated that She felt that like the anthem playing was a setup and explained that her protest was against the historical ra- ra- racism that the song represents if you know your history you know that the full song of the national anthem she said the third verse speaks about slaves in our blood and being slang and uh pilchard all over the floor it's disrespectful and it does not speak for black uh Americans. <sighs> Mm. That goes back to My statement about the 4th of July How can we celebrate something That was not meant for us to celebrate Come on man Come on man Do y'all hear that She felt like she was set up They told her one thing And they did another So, hmm, these people are playing by their own rules here, but everybody else got to follow the rules. But these people higher up playing by their own rules, but us peons, we got to play by their rules. Okay, I, I, you know, that's we, we, I get it. I see the plot. I see the plot. I see the plot. I see it. I see it. This young woman felt that she was set up Didn't mean to even protest at that time But was forced to Because y'all said Y'all wasn't going to play the anthem during And did anyway Explain she doesn't hate this country It's not about that It's about what the National with the Star Spangled Banger Banner represents And it doesn't represent her it doesn't represent her people And it's always interesting Even, you know, this starts with the cat taking her knee Five years into this It's always interesting when, especially white men Older white men, white men Always want to tell us how we should feel Or always want to tell us Or speak their mind and say how We should be punished For, you know, protesting But this country Where we have freedoms And freedom of speech A country that was built On protest And and, and going against the establishment So let's go back to the 4th of July Let's look at the Boston Tea Party England hiked up the tax prices On the tea what did we do What did the Americans do They went and dumped the tea in the river I mean in the uh, What's the In the harbor In Boston Was that unpatriotic At the time That was That was You going against Against the crown Crowners who ran The 13 colonies I asked you Should they have been punished did they not love their country? Did they not love their people when they did that? Fast forward to today Black people are being mistreated by their own government Their own police People who are supposed to protect and serve them We hit the streets, we put our signs in the air We chant All we're doing is exercising our rights This is what the country is based on man Same thing (sighs) Like I said It just feels like There's a war on our black women right now So much so That One more thing And I'm gonna wrap it up Soul cap Soul cap is an afro uh, swim cap You know it's it's a swim cap made for You know women with You know uh, Black hair You know Big hair Women with longer hair More defined hair Not short hair Let me read this article Soul cap says The international governing body For swimming rejected An application for their caps to be Certified for use at competitions, um, they say they were told that the caps were unsuitable because they don't follow the "quote unquote" natural form of the head. Soul Cap makes swimming caps to fit over the protect, uh, fit over and protect dreadlocks, afros, weaves, hair extensions, braids, and thick curly hair. One young swimmer said she was heartbroken but not surprised by the decision. A young woman told Radio One Newsbeat that hair care is one of many barriers she's faced as a black swimmers. As a black swimmer. She said using the smaller caps, smaller swimming caps that everyone else would use, it would fit on my head, but because I put my uh, protective oil in my hair, when I was swimming, it would just keep sliding off and my hair would get wet. Afro hair is naturally drier than other hair Because it has fewer cell layers uh, The sodium uh, hypochlorite or bleach found in swimming pools Can dry it out more leading to damage These young women feared that there will be a w- ripple effect That would cause young black women Young black girls not to want to get into the swimming world And to not want to get into the sport Because they can't be protected You're telling me That a swimming cat Is a problem If y'all do not see the problem You do not want to see it And you are indeed a part of said problem I can't support the Olympics man I cannot support The Olympics These women can't Protect their own hair Come on man What the hell are we doing What the hell are we doing What the hell are we doing Man Nasty times We living in man Nasty times Nasty times Yeah I don't understand man I mean come on man these, these these women Can't protect their own hair I mean what the hell How is that an issue Is my question How was How is that really an issue Because it don't What I mean what the hell The caps The caps don't It, it won't matter It won't it, it doesn't It's not about It doesn't help them swim better doesn't give them any advantage It just The cap just stretches better and keeps their hair from getting wet. Sorry. My women we don't they, they don't like their hair getting wet, especially in a chlorine filled pool that's gonna damage their hair. I mean, come on. Come on, I can't I can't stand for or with an event or, you know, an establishment that, that just is nitpicking. Basically. That's what they're doing, they're nitpicking, man. They're nitpicking. It's sad, man. It's sad. So in closing, I just want to say I won't be watching it a because I can't support it. I can't. I can't support it, man. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this show. You know, I hope, you know, it wasn't I mean it's heavy. We have to have these conversations. It's sad. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys go listen to last uh week's episode as well. Um, shout out to Stadium Scene TV, man Hey, man, if you follow your boy on Twitter I went viral yesterday, so shout out to me Follow me at Eric Lyons TV um, Yeah, I'll be back later this week for sure I'll try to get some YouTube content out this week But um, I'm Eric Lyons and for the 152nd time You have just been Electrified